Welcome to the Technology Trailblazers podcast, where we explore new ways to unlock business potential with unprecedented technological innovation. Hi there, I'm your host, Derek Little, and this is the podcast for companies of all sizes wanting to digitally transform their business with the latest technology. In this podcast, I was honored to speak with Craig Tucker, CEO of Vern, an AI system for emotion recognition. As a PhD student at Michigan State University, Craig became interested in AI-based sentiment analysis techniques used in chatbots. After noticing chatbots did not have a mechanism for understanding humor, Craig went on to discover how humor is parallel to the way we communicate our emotions. His opinion is that since 67% of all psychological research is not repeatable, this has led to systematic discrimination throughout society. Realizing this, he built and patented the Virtual Emotional Resource Network, known as Vern, and introduced it to the market. In this episode, Craig explains how Vern works and how it can take sentiment analysis used by chatbots to a whole new level. Here's how the conversation went. Okay, so you, you, you recognize that there was no way to identify humor, that this was a major, and this led to discovery of all kinds of other emotions. Absolutely. Yeah, it was the, you know, once, once we had the humor model down, uh, we realized is that there is a parallel or, or, or that we, the, the same, the same phenomena happens when you communicate other types of emotional content. And what we were able to do is using the same model and, and the same statistical analysis regime is we were able to actually come up with other detectors that can detect, you know, these emotions, um, and there's like 20 different subcategories for each each emotion that you have to have a certain combination of all of them, some of them, not you know what I mean, a few of them, um, in order for it to be statistically significant indicator that the emotion's present. Um, and one of the cool things that, that Vern does, kind of like you know what you saw uh, with the email, is it sometimes reveals um, motives uh, that you weren't aware of that you can find that there, there's multiple interpretations of sometimes the same message. And one of the powers of Vern is, is it will identify how it may be perceived by other people. So that you could see right out like, wow, I, I wrote that, but how, how is that, how could that be, you know, that way? But if you think of it in the terms of how other people may react to it, because that's kind of how Vern set up is to be generalized, right? Um, you, you can actually see some of the, you know, some of the power that comes from that, the ability to see, things from how other people may actually interpret it. Um, you know, and, and the more information we know about the particular person in particular, you know, in their group, the, the more accurate we can actually get that to actually definitively say that, yes, this is how somebody with X, Y, and Z characteristics might actually interpret the, the message. So do you think that AI can do a better job in certain situations, such as a judge deciding whether somebody is innocent or guilty? Well, I think what AI does is it can give you a uh, it can give you a baseline. I still think that you know that we're a long way from the point where AI would be actually determining case. Uh, there's so many different subtleties and so many different considerations that judges have to go through when they consider the outcome of a case. Um, you know, and you kind of run into that whole danger of like the mandatory minimum sentencing, you know, where you where you have you know a certain prescribed set of protocols and procedures that have to be followed. Uh, kind of like an algorithm would work. And in which case, you know, that doesn't fit all cases and sometimes it's unjust. 
And that's why a lot of, you know, there's been a big movement to get rid of the mandatory minimums type of sentencing. So I see that AI would be a hell of a tool for the, um, you know, for assisting in this type of endeavor. Uh, but I don't know if it would necessarily replace anything right now. And I, and I don't know if we have become sophisticated enough as practitioners and engineers to create a system that we could totally rely about, rely on at this point. Um, but but okay. I do see that, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, it's a potential uh, uh, place where it could solve big problems because it does give you kind of that objective baseline, right? Okay, so what kind of challenges do your clients face that use Vern and how does your product help? Sure. Well, emotion. I mean, Derek, that's the, really the big thing. We're all very emotional creatures. Uh, we, we, emotion is a big part of our lives. Uh, a lot of the communication that we uh, give to one another is, is emotional. Uh, we respond to emotional uh, pleas in advertising. Um, in public relations, in public life, politicians, uh, sloganeering. So, so emotions are a big part of what we do. And anytime a human and a computer meet, there is a potential problem because a computer is not innately trained to detect uh, any type of emotions from human beings, whereas we are, right? Since, since birth, we're kind of innately uh, drawn to facial expressions. Uh, you know, there, there's certain type of um, a, almost a universal human experience, right, with emotions and that we're taught from our parents from a very, very early age, whereas computers aren't. Obviously, they're, they're, they're machines that are built to, you know, to be zeros and ones and to do you know, escalating levels of logic in order to solve problems. The, the problem is with, with computers is not they don't understand emotions because, well, we don't understand emotions. Now, there, there's, you know, psychology has a uh, replication pro problem with, 67% of their studies haven't been replicated. And these are things that have led to people being incarcerated, uh, put to death, discriminated, uh, you know, introduced bias all the way across the system because we thought that originally that the science was good science. It turns out it wasn't. And a lot of the, you know, a lot of the uh, emotional research was based off of these old studies. So we don't even know if they hold true anymore. And, and it leads to some of the confusion that you see where you even have articles, uh, there was lately one out of PNAS.org, uh, where it was listing 40 different discrete emotional uh, uh, states. Now, we all know that that's probably, you know, an overreach, right? And that there's probably a lot fewer than 40. And a lot of them are probably being conflated and being, you know, counted more than once, uh, which is a you know, problem with confounds when you're dealing with this kind of that many variables. So Vern solves the problem where we can actually detect the emotions that are latent inside the messages themselves. Because we as social creatures, we're trained in this our whole lives. And a lot of the things that we do when we, and when we communicate the emotions are something that is so innate to us that it becomes kind of lost or hidden. We don't necessarily see them. We don't pay attention to them. We don't even consciously really acknowledge that their existence when we're crafting messages to send to somebody. And then this kind of dovetailed into some research we found where the neuroscientists had discovered what's called a prediction here, where the brain rewards itself uh, with a little dopamine boost if it discovers something that's different or novel or new. It's, you know, it's kind of like when you're in kindergarten, they had you play that game, one of these things that's not like the other. Um, and, and notice that, that when you shared this information, you actually got a little bit bigger dopamine boost which got us thinking that this must be a very big component 
of emotional communications and maybe even logic to, to be completely honest. So for someone who would be interested in using your product, what, what basically would they get? Like, how does your product work? How is it, how is it used by a client? I understand you have a patent. Yeah, it's, it's a patented process. And what we've done is we've created a, uh, an API uh, for instantaneous, uh, well, near instantaneous real-time access to it. Uh, Vern responds in milliseconds to everything you send at it. So it can be working in inline in like a chatbot scenario, uh, even within a call center and a customer service where, you know, the chatbot operator would be aut autonomous, obviously, and it would work on a decision matrix. Uh, where it could escalate, you know, problems into, you know, uh, upper management or uh, being able to uh, quell fears and things like that that you're detecting. Um, and, and, and so that, you know, that's obviously pretty important. I understand you have sort of free trial on your website. And I actually tried it out myself. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't really, I don't know, personally, I don't know enough about sentiment analysis to make sense of it, but it was really interesting to get that instant feedback. If someone was to go to your site and try that, can you can you give share some information on what they would expect and and how they could interpret that? Sure, absolutely. Well, uh, we do have a thirty day free trial. Um, you know, for anybody that wants to sign up, we don't uh, take credit card. We think that the proof's in the pudding. But once you get a chance to try it out and see what you get, you know, you really be interested in it. Uh, because it is novel and new. It's something that, you know, nobody else can do at this point. Um, where sentiment analysis would get you a positive, a negative, a neutral or mixed type of variable. And you get, you know, coefficient on each one of those as to, you know, how strong each one of those uh, um, you know, factors are. With Vern, you can get a confidence level between zero and 100% on right now, three emotions, uh, communication. Uh, so humor, anger, and sadness currently. Uh, we'll be adding them uh, more as we come. We're adding an incongruity signal uh, and, you know, a love and affection is coming as well uh, soon. So as we do the research, they keep getting added. And what you get back is a confidence level of zero to 100, whereas 51% or more is a statistical likelihood that somebody would interpret it as that emotion. Um, the, higher the, the higher the percentage goes up, the higher the likelihood that that's actually there. Because, you know, eventually when you add more and more clues, everybody is going to understand that that's the emotion. Um, you know, for good example is this, if you're very angry and you keep adding more and more swear words and a lot of extra threats and insults, well, at some point, everyone on earth would pretty, pretty much understand that that person is angry. So that's kind of how that works. So it's, it's a, a confidence level, which has an intensity component. So the higher it gets towards 100, the more intense the uh, amount of information that is indicating that emotion is present. Okay, so you wouldn't categorize Vern as sentiment analysis? It, no, it's, it's, it's a different beast. It's kind of an apple to an orange comparison, to be completely honest with you. Uh, where sentiment analysis still has its place. It's very important, you know, in order to establish the polarity, uh, you know, what positive or negative of a message. Uh, so we, we see that uh, the best use cases for sentiment analysis are actually alongside something like burn used in a holistic type of an approach. Uh, and one of our, one of our clients and partners is Boise State University, and they've come to, uh, they made an uh, augmented reality uh, application for children with autism. Now, Vern works in concert with other types of technologies. There's a facial component, which is reading expressions, obviously very important for autistic children. 
Um, and, you know, Vern's working alongside a sentiment analysis analyzer. Uh, preliminary results say that it's, it's working phenomenally for them. Uh, the therapists that work with the children are able to actually sit down with them and review, uh, you know, the, the, the results of the session in, in real time. Um, so sentiment has a place, but you're correct, Eric. It, it, emotion recognition is different. It's like, you have an, you know, you have an IQ. Well, it's kind of like an EQ, emotional quotient, right? It's, um, so it's kind of like artificial emotional intelligence. Is really oh. one really good way to think of Vern. So it's you'd categorize it as emotion recognition. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or it, it came out of out of sentiment analysis, but it is considered a, its own market now and growing. So that's wonderful. <laughs> Can you give me an example of how your product is being used by a client and the kind of results they're getting? Absolutely. Uh, well, one of our clients is uh, Michigan State University's Federal Credit Union. Uh, one of the largest uh, credit unions in the world. And they have a very uh, advanced technology department run by uh, our good friend, Ben Maxson, uh, who's been great at innovating within the space. And we work with them to, uh, to detect the emotionality that's present within customer service interactions, uh, both from internal uh, you know, reviews and things like communications that are coming in through email, also through chatbots and virtual assistants as well. Uh, so what it does is it helps to them to uh, automate services and save on labor costs and plus give an objective third-party baseline to any type of analysis that's there. Um, so far, they've said, you know, it's above 80% accuracy, and we're looking forward to working with them on some new projects we can't announce yet, uh, but are coming down the pike and should be here in the next week or two. Do you have any uh, product or company news that you'd like to share? Uh, well, we just launched our API. Uh, it's publicly available uh, on April 27th, uh, so just recently. Uh, people can sign up for that with a free trial. Uh, we're in Gravity AI and soon uh, Marketplace and soon in Volant AI, which is another marketplace as well. Um, so, you know, we're looking for building some health-focused applications with Vern Health. Uh, we'll be adding voice to text soon, and, uh, you know, we'll just continue to keep iterating and innovating the product. We're coming to the end of the podcast, Craig. If uh, one of my listeners wants to learn more about Vern or reach out to you and get more information, how should they go about that? Oh, well, you can direct, uh, contact us directly on the website. It's www.vernai.com. Uh, there's contact forums and phone numbers there. We're always available. Uh, and feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Thanks for coming on the show, Craig. Well, thanks for having me, Derek. I had a great time. Thanks for listening to the Technology Trailblazers podcast. Are you running a technology startup and looking for new ways to grow your business? Our sponsor, Trailblazer Writing, provides solutions for startup success. Visit their website at trailblazerwriting.com to request a free screencast video analysis of your website. It can help you find some of the hidden gaps in your web copy to immediately improve your results. Visit trailblazerwriting.com for details.